This portion of the show is brought to you by my good friends at Diamond Auto Glass. Remember, the difference is clear.com. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening and watching. Jeff Horvitz here. Happy to be here with you today. A busy show to come. Get you all caught up on what's going on around the state, around the country. Uh, also, Olivia will be by with comments. But let's start right off. Uh, calling in from D.C., Congressman Eli Crane. Congressman, how you doing today? I see we're same old. I think it's same old. Uh, see, continuing resolution passed the House yesterday, and it's going to the Senate. It's going to be signed by the President. I'm sure this is going through. Give us the, the nuts and bolts on what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I'm not excited about it. Uh, most of the hardliners or the conservatives up here, you know, aren't excited about it, voted against it. Um, you know, I think uh, that the nuts and bolts of it are that speaker Johnson really felt like he needed more time to, uh, convince, uh, some of the more moderate members of our colleagues that, um, you know, there was, we we're going to start going down a new direction and this wasn't, uh, you know, a good path anymore. That's, that's what he says. I'm going to, you know, hope that, uh, he sticks with that, Jeff, yeah, but yeah. many of us voted against it. And uh, we will continue to do so because at the end of the day, uh, we can't afford it. And I didn't come up here to uh, push the status quo, but I came up here to force change. And, you know, that's what I've tried to do ever since I got here. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you were on a couple of weeks ago and that was McCarthy got ousted basically for the same bill. And you were one of the folks that voted to get a new speaker and we went through the whole process, but this is, this is the same thing. There's no cuts. And I think the 180, 190 billion that was being proposed to get us back to like just 2019 levels, which was no, no stellar beacon of conservatism by any means was reasonable. But in this new CR, he um, is pushing it off to January and then a second one, maybe in February, but he, he had, he had to get more Democrats, correct? Than Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. And one thing I do want to correct you on, Jeff, is um, this isn't the exact same thing that McCarthy got ousted for. It's one of many things that Kevin McCarthy got ousted for, but he also got ousted for the uh, debt ceiling lift of at least $4 trillion um, that he, the CR, but he also made a deal with Republicans, which I know I've talked to you about, um, that he didn't honor back in January. And so, um, the way we kind of look at this, just to give you an idea whether we're right or we're, we're wrong, you know, we, we don't want to bench uh, the quarterback, you know, who came in in the fourth quarter. We're sure. down 35, 35 to nothing um, in Austin because, you know, he, he can't make make anything happen yet. So we're going to we're trying to give him some time. We're trying to give him some grace. Okay. You know, he I can tell you he's actually been really transparent with us. Um, he's actually invited us to come to meetings with him and he's come to us to let us know what the play call is and and sit he'll sit there and take the slings and arrows which is something that is pretty rare up here and so though I'm not happy about this play call I I can't tell you there is a bit of a difference in why Kevin McCarthy got ousted there was a lot more to it than one no no fair enough I should should have said the last straw I guess um and yeah this Johnson's been in for you know 
three three minutes basically uh, of the football game. I guess you should say. I disagree with you. I think we're down like ninety to nothing. But <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna Fair argue enough. about that? Yeah. So and Congressman Congressman Eli Crane is with us, folks. Um, so you're willing to give him kind of that? You uh, to make it clear, you voted no, as did. Uh, most of the Republican delegation in Arizona, Arizona except for um, uh, Juan Siskamani, um, you voted no against this. However, it's not like it was with McCarthy where it's like, okay, let's get the vote to oust him now. No, let's wait and see till January, February what he comes back with. And what yeah. you hope he comes back with is some cuts? Absolutely. That's some cuts and some policy that uh... – that the American people care about. And even more importantly, most of the Republican conference campaigned on. Okay. And so, like I said, I mean, uh, we talked to him the other night, you know, he, he's like, Hey guys, look, I know you're not happy about this. I've been here for 19 days. You know, I barely slept, barely got my team together. I know I'm not happy about this either. He, he even said the last CR, I didn't vote for myself, but mm-hmm. you know, um, the bottom line is Jeff, none of us are happy about it. Uh, we voted against it, um, and we're going to give them a little bit of grace, but that that grace period isn't unlimited, yeah. and uh, we're going to be keeping a close eye on it. Fair enough, and I, I would say I'll, I'll see what happens in January and February. I'm not happy as well. Um, for me, it's all on thin ice, so uh, the, the ice is thin enough. It's, it's just barely thick enough for me to last till January, February. We, sh- we shall see what happens, but we're so far down this road. It's, it's so frustrating. Okay. Congressman Crane, uh, what happened with the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas the other day? I thought that this was a big issue that was going to be, we're, we're going to do the, um, uh, the impeachment and all that. You did that. The vote came through though and dead, dead on arrival. Yeah. Um, eight Republicans, uh, voted against it. Um, it, for me, it's extremely disappointing myself and the other members of the Homeland Security Committee just had, uh, director Ray from the FBI and secretary Mayorkas in a committee hearing. Um, and I mean, I, I've, I've been ready to impeach secretary Mayorkas, uh, since the day I got here and it has nothing, it's not personal at all. It's because of the, his dereliction of duty. It's because. You know, he cha- he has changed policies um, and, and this president, which he just said in the committee hearing that he agrees with that have cost, you know, tens of thousands of Americans their lives uh, dying from fentanyl, MS-13 gang members, child sex trafficking. We have one point seven million unknown gotaways or known gotaways in the country. We don't know who they are, where they were headed, what they're up to. Um, there's been at least 250 individuals on the terror watch list that have come through. I think about 190 that have come through just this year alone on the, on the terror watch list. It, and just so your listeners understand, that's a, that's a huge increase from what they were under President Trump. Each year under President Trump, those numbers were in single digits. Mm. Now we're hitting over 200, you know, every, you know, annually and you know that's uh that's a huge problem um it in my opinion jeff it's not a question of if it's a question of when we see the next 9-11 on u.s soil um and and that's completely unacceptable and for that reason you know i've been willing to impeach secretary mayorkas since i got here now that might mean we might get somebody even worse but I yeah. say, hey, let's deal with that individual when they get here. Let's hold this one accountable now. Well, yeah, you can't think like that and think, oh, 
he's better than maybe the guy that's coming or a girl that's coming. You just you don't know that. You know the situation you've got now. And yeah, Eli, I'm I'm surprised with obviously nine eleven and the sad reality is it's for so many people it's been so long, uh, and you know a whole generation that was born after that. But then another wake up call could it should have come uh, last month when when Israel was attacked by Hamas and that should have been a, a big red flag for America once again. I can't agree with you more, Jeff. I mean, I think if you look at the border of Israel, it's like 25 miles long. Yeah. Our, our border is about 2,000 miles long. All right. And uh, they, they consider us the great Satan and Israel the little Satan, a lot of these Islamic terrorists. And so, like I said, I hate to say it, but it's not a question of if, it's just a question of when at this point and how devastating is the attack going to be. And you know, these individuals in this administration most certainly do have blood on their hands. And, and this is one of the things that pisses me off the most being up here, Jeff, is to see, um, you know, especially Democrats on the other side of the aisle playing partisan politics with border security. I mean, you know, it's like if you can't even admit some of the basics of security systems, you know, and that barriers, walls, fences have always been a part of security systems meaning they're not, it's not standalone security, but it's an important integral part of a security system to keep, you know, uh, what you don't want out, you know, and, and, and uh, Americans safe, you're, you're probably, uh, you're probably not going to have a good security system. And that's exactly what we have on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, before I let you go, I want to, I got an email from your office about the Veterans Advisory Council. And I just want to put that out there for anybody who needs constituent services, especially if they want to go to the Prescott office, I believe. Yeah. If they, if they contact the Prescott office, we can help them uh, get coordinated and contact that advisory uh, council. We just wanted to make sure that we were getting, you know, veterans from all over the district together, putting their collective heads together so that we can make sure we're doing everything in our power um, to uh, represent the veteran community well. Okay, good. And um, finally, you did announce uh, re-election um, to Congress for Congressional District 2 just the other day. Uh, so you threw your hat in the ring there. I know when we spoke in the past, you were like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but you are very concerned and very frustrated, I should say, with how the politics in D.C. is going. And um, But with that, you're like, keep fighting. No, absolutely. We're going to keep fighting, Jeff. I mean, I've already, even though this place is still a complete mess, I've yeah. already seen uh, some changes and we're going to continue fighting. Okay. Congressman, appreciate the time today. Have a great Thanksgiving next week and I'll talk with you soon. You too, Jeff. Thank okay. you. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you. All right, folks. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, get those comments in right now. Olivia will be buying uh, just a little bit uh, to share some of those. Uh, looking at, actually, let me get our first sponsor in because I skipped that to uh, talk with Congressman Eli Crane. Uh, and Look, I uh, did this last year. I spent about, I think it was $25,000 on a brand new roof. I know money's tight out there and you're looking at your roof and it's like, Oh man, I need to get a new one. Uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona. Uh, he's an experienced home inspector and he may be able to save you up to 90% of the cost of a new roof. They have a coating system that goes over the asphalt shingles that can treat it and protect it and extend it sometimes up to six years. And like I said, you can save maybe up to 90% of the cost of a new roof. Call Dave right now though. 
Have them come check it out, see if it works for you. Have them give you a price, 928-301-9404, 928-301-9404, or go to freshroofofnaz.com. That's freshroofofnaz.com. Okay, a couple other issues here. Sticking with kind of um, some politics. Uh, we do that most of the time, right? Uh, new poll came out in Arizona here. I know, I know polls, right? How many times when Trump ran for election, for example, and beat um, Clinton, you know, and everybody's like, there's no way, there's no way. And the polls always said, oh, Clinton's going to win by 10 points. We've seen the polls wrong time and time again, but I ain't got nothing to go by other than these polls to try to get some information, try to get into the you know, the mindset of, of people that are out there and in my gut. So you take whichever one you want. But a new poll puts Trump on top here in Arizona when it comes to the presidential election. Noble prediction, predictive insights uh, did the poll. And he's been around a while. He's done a lot of polling in Arizona, his, his group, showing that Trump will beat Biden if the election was held right now according to this poll, by eight points, well within the margin of three points. But here's the question I've got for these pollsters out there. When are you going to take into effect or take into account the RFK Jr. factor? And I know there's only been one poll that shows RFK Jr. is is a significant player in the 2024 election. There's a poll that just came out like a week or 10 days ago uh, that showed RFK Jr. at about 22% if it was Biden versus Trump versus RFK Jr. So, you know, close to a quarter of the votes, if you believe in these polls, going for RFK Jr. Now, he's one of the highest, I guess, polling in uh, third-party candidates in U.S. history. But I've seen these things. You can see them where they spike up and then they go down because people are searching for somebody, an alternative to, I guess, Biden and Trump. So I, I don't know how, if this will hold. We're going to have to see more polls. But what if he starts polling more towards the 25 30% range and all of a sudden you've got a three-way, three-way race? And I don't see the pollsters even here in Arizona imp- you know, taking into account what an RFK Jr presidential run does uh, when Arizona is a swing state that for, that they both need. Trump needs us to win. Biden needs it to win. Uh, another thing that may impact this race coming up is Senator Joe Manchin. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin just declared, what, last week, three days ago or something, that he is not running for re-election to the Senate. Now, that's fine. He's in his mid-70s, isn't he? So, I mean, another six years, do you really want to do that? And then he started talking about in his press release last week that, hey, you know, I want to go out and, and connect with people and, and talk to independents. And, you know, the cent- he was playing kind of the centrist role. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's thinking about running. Well, he did an interview with NBC's Kristen Welker. Uh, he's from West Virginia, as you know. And he said, hey, I, I wouldn't turn down. Absolutely, I'd be consider a presidential run. Uh, I will do anything I can to help my country. And you're, and you're saying, does that mean you would consider it? Absolutely, Manchin said in an interview with NBC's Meet the Press moderator Kristen Welker. Every American should consider it if they're in a position to help save the country. So, yeah, everybody's going to run for president. But obviously, he's got the presidential bug, and he's out there. And I wonder how much of this has to do with Biden. And I don't expect Biden to be the nominee. I really Really don't. I expect that he's going to run through the motions here. Maybe his ego is so big, big and the people around him are bigger than reality is. And, and they think that's yeah, he's going to be president again. But as of right now, 
I think most anybody can beat the guy, I, I hope, because what a disaster. I think they're going to get to the convention or at some point, and Biden's going to say, you know what, thank you, and appreciate it, and, I'm, and you know, I'm a little tired, and I want to ride my bike and eat some ice cream, and et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, and I'm not going to run. And then all of a sudden, the Democrats go to, to, to the roster, right? And they say, who, who do we pick? And then you got someone like Joe Manchin maybe sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at this centrist, moderate Democrat. Could be. We'll see. And and I think that just as the second stringers in the Republican Party, because Trump's the nominee, he's going to be the nominee, but they're all lining up for the what ifs. You know, what if Trump, these lawsuits, the, these um, these legal cases, what if he uh, is sitting in jail? And all of a sudden there is a call for, okay, we need somebody else to step in. And then you've got DeSantis or Haley or whoever's uh, still standing there as the second stringer. I think they're both setting up the same scenario. Wouldn't it be interesting if we got to the election and it was two candidates totally different than we even expect? Uh, you know, not Biden and not Trump and, you know, a Joe Manchin and a DeSantis or a Joe Manchin and a Nikki Haley or some names we're not even aware of at this point. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Olivia will be by here in just a little bit to uh, share some of your comments. I already got quite a few piled up. Hey, I, I buy physical gold and silver as an insurance policy. Crazy out there. We just heard from Eli Crane. And here we are. We're going to push the spending problems forward once again through continuing resolutions. So we're going to spend $2 trillion more than the feds are taking in. If they'd only just go back to 2019 levels at this point with the revenues they've got coming in, we'd have a balanced budget. They won't do it, though. Um, So I buy physical gold and silver as an insurance policy, and I call my good friends at Desert Gold Exchange. Justin and his family-run company, they keep the overhead low. They pass those savings on to you, and you get the best price out there, guaranteed. Put them to the test. Call Desert Gold Exchange. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show, by the way. They're going to treat you like gold. Plus, they'll send you up a free investor's kit. 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Oh, man, it's going to cool down here a bit. And it's a great time to head out to Timberline Firearms and Trainings indoor shooting range just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. While you're there... Buy some great firearms, ammunition, accessories. They've got safes there to secure everything and and keep it all locked up. Uh, Plus, they've got the best training out there from, you know, first shots programs to carry concealed courses uh, to their free once a month stop the bleed course. That is a very important thing that you you should all take. Take that with your family. Take some friends on that one as well. Call Timberline Firearms and Training. Holidays are coming up. Christmas is coming up. Great gift card idea here where you can send somebody out there to, you know, buy what they want. Timberline Firearms and Training, five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Give them a call at 928-526-7900. Go ahead and get one of these gift cards right now for one of your loved ones. 928-526-7900. Timberline Firearms and Training, 928-526-7900. Call them right now.
right, uh, here's a comment from Tim. It's a pretty simple one. Why do you hate roundabouts so much? <laughs> They're one of the best traffic tools that we've got out there, and they reduce accidents, and they keep traffic flowing better. And you can send in a comment at talkwithjeff.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Olivia will be uh, zinging in some more comments here in the second hour of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like roundabouts in some cases. I've learned to live with them in some cases. Yesterday, I told you about the city of Flagstaff giving a uh, preliminary approval to a really big roundabout uh, on, uh, on, on Butler Avenue. They're right by 4th Street in the east side of town where it's gotten very busy and there's a bunch of development going in and a connector road eventually going out towards, what is that, like towards the airport or whatever. Um, and it, yeah, it's gotten really busy and the road's really bad right there. So they're like, and they strung up a light like you do in Mexico or something uh, a couple years back. Yeah, it's not great. But these roundabouts, they're also really expensive. Uh, Bob Thorpe was talking about this yesterday. The federal government has really dangled the carrot on these roundabouts because they subsidized a lot of a lot of this stuff. So people are like, "Well, the the experience I had, and I don't know what the case is with this new big, you know, what three two three lane roundabout they're proposing right there, and a second one as you get by by uh, towards Little America." Um, but they dangle money, and the one I saw when I was on council was a four million dollar roundabout. And the, the grants were like $3 million and the taxpayers of Flagstaff pay like a million. And everybody's like, well, take the $3 million. I'm like, yeah, but we've got a multi-trillion dollar deficit and $33 trillion in debt. You know, we keep taking this money. But, yeah, I, I don't know. They work in some cases. I don't think they work good in tourist areas, though. I mean, down in Sedona and stuff, you got all these people that are confused where they're going, zipping around, and I don't know. I just, I just say it just seems really expensive and that there's just some more – economic alternatives that I'd like to see, but yeah, I don't know. It's all right. We'll, we'll live, I guess. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I don't know if I hate them. It's not like a passionate hate or anything like that. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments and I'll share them here coming up in just a few minutes. All right. Uh, if you need to get your smartphone fixed, remember to go to my good friends at Just Wireless. They will fix your broken screen, your cracked screen, you got a bad charging port, they'll fix that. I've had that happen a couple times. Usually stuff gets jammed up in there. They'll go and clean it out. You need a new battery. That's the big one. Battery's done, but the phone still works good. Uh, They can replace those batteries on your smartphone. Stop on by Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into Flagstaff. So no matter where you're coming from in northern Arizona, Just Wireless will take care of you. Plus check out their great line of refurbished phones, new to you, Great for the environment. Save a lot of money. Get a great new-to-you refurbished phone or for one of your loved ones coming up here for the holidays. Again, go to Just Wireless or check them out at JustWirelessAZ.com. More to come. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. A quick follow up to that uh, Joe Manchin thing I was talking about. 
I had I said that he would be the Democrat alternative to Biden. He'd be kind of that second string, you know, bench if Biden is not the nominee, which I don't think he's going to be. I think he'll back out, but who the heck knows? And I got some comments here with his meeting with President Xi Jinping that puts some light on that he doesn't plan on going anywhere. But I, I'd said that, yeah, Biden would be the Democrat backup. But he, what I'm seeing now is that if Joe Manchin runs as that centrist, quote unquote, <laughs> uh, he would leave the Democrat Party and run as, as an independent, which would be interesting because you also have, like we're talking about, RFK Jr. running as an independent. I'm sure there's going to be others entering this as well. So interesting dynamic. I still don't think Biden's going to be the nominee, but who the heck knows? Uh, let's hit on a bunch of new stuff. I'll kind of work through some of this, probably carry it over into the next hour when Olivia joins me with some of your comments as well. It's literally called on my notes here, bunch of new stuff, stuff that I've just piled up, and we'll see where it takes us here. Uh, huge turnout for pro-Israeli March in D.C., article from the Daily Wire here saying that it's quote-unquote largest turnout ever. I don't know. I don't know if I have a metric on that, but they're saying 290,000 plus attended the mass, massive, huge pro-Israeli rally in D.C. Uh, it's always hard to count these things, but there was there was hundreds of thousands. You look at the pictures, there's a ton of people there. They also had people who have families that their family members are still being held hostage by them by Hamas they were there as well so it's good to see a turnout especially with what's going on although I'm very leery of any kind of big gatherings nowadays which sucks because you know we should be out there petitioning our government and and going to these things but nowadays you never know what you're going to get swept up into uh how many January 6 people are still rotting away waiting to even be charged and and things brought to them uh you know charges brought up against them and they're just waiting and waiting where's the speedy trial there uh so it's 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 tough for me because I, I think it's a it can be a dangerous time to be in very very big groups of people but this worked out good and I'm glad to see that especially like I said uh like I've said many times with all the um uh, the anti-Semitism that's going on around the country and, you know, the, especially the college campuses. Uh, there is this poll, though, that came out. This is an article from The Hill. Uh, support for Israel's waning for the, what, where are we about, we're about six weeks now since Hamas attacked Israel. Uh, majority of Americans now back a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, it's 32% of respondents said the U.S., this is a Reuters Ipsos uh, poll that came out today, 32% of respondents said the U.S. should support Israel down from 41% mid-October days after the start of the war, yeah, when Hamas attacked Israel. Uh, and, I, yeah, that was a, I was saying this then, it, it, Israel had a very short time as far as the court of public opinion, and look how quickly it's already changed uh, as far as the support levels. Uh, okay, you know, that's... Xi Jinping, the president, El Presidente of China, duly elected by the Communist Party <laughs> and staying in power forever. It's not even really like a president. It's more like when you're in power forever, you're, I don't know, an emperor or a dictator. You know, you're not a, I love how these people who never leave office call themselves, you know, president. There's, who elected them? You know, anyway, Biden and Xi Jinping started their meeting in the Asia-Pacific Conference that's going on in the wonderful city of San Francisco, which has a huge fentanyl problem, huge crime problem, huge everything problem right now. Um, Biden's talking about the fentanyl issues, uh, supposedly trying to strike up a deal with, with China 
to lessen the amount of fentanyl that's flooding and killing people throughout the United States and throughout the world. Most of that fentanyl gets produced in China, and then it comes up through places like Mexico, cartel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they're also supposed to be talking about better communications, apparently. Uh, Biden saying that, oh, we need better communication, especially between the military, and try to you know cool this all down. The bottom line is I'm sure that whatever is happening, China will get the better deal. Because their leaders are, especially when going up against Biden, much more organized, much smarter, and, and Biden's going to give away the farm there. Uh, let's see. Here's a comment from Biden. Uh, I can tell you that President Biden intends – oh, no, this is one of his spokes, spokespeople, one of Biden's spokespeople. I can tell you that President Biden intends to make very clear to President Xi uh, to get ready. He's going to be dealing with President Biden for the next five years. Oh, man, help us. Um, she, President Xi Jinping says – Quote, unquote, planet Earth is big enough for both of us. Okay, I'd say so, too. I hope so. Um, We'll see what happens after this. In Afghanistan, I don't know if you saw this picture. Remember Afghanistan? We were there for for 20 years, and then Biden got us out of there in a disastrous uh, manner in a matter of days, and now the Taliban took over. You know, all the equipments, there's still people there, by the way, and took over the bases, all the stuff we left behind. Taliban, there's this video of this uh, Taliban guy, soldier, patrolling the streets of Kabul and and rollerblades with with an AK-47. So times have changed awfully quick. Taliban, right back where we started from 2001, Taliban just rolling around, open, and with their rollerblades. Uh, Let's switch here to Arizona. So the Republicans yesterday, I told you about this plan for teacher pay increase, and more details are coming out on this thing. So they had a press conference yesterday, the Republicans in the Senate and the House, and they, with, they, they put this plan out to increase teacher pay here in Arizona, according to them, and they were holding up big, well, it was like a big check, like, you know, when you win a, a competition or something, Publishers Clearinghouse or something. They had a big $4,000 check, and the Republicans are claiming that Arizona teachers are going to be making, uh, and, and these are public teachers, and I imagine the charter teachers. And Hang on, I got, I'm got. i going to talk about the private side of this, private schools and this and that. So you had Ken Bennett there and others um, holding up this big check for 4000 Here's what Senator uh, Ken Bennett said about this. And I, I know Ken, Ken Bennett's in the Prescott area. We'd love to get uh, Senator Bennett back on the program it's been a a really long time so uh in the new year i will make an effort to reach out and and get what's for many of you one of your representatives on but anyway he said this republicans have led the charge in dedicating billions of new dollars to k through 12 education on top of prop one two three funds and inflationary increases but unfortunately not enough of those dollars are getting into our classrooms to our teachers Arizona teachers right now make about $56,700 on average. And I'm glad to get that figure because yesterday I was like, well, what's a starting teacher make? And it's probably in the 40s, right? And then you got teachers that are there a lot longer on average making $56,700. This proposal will increase teacher pay, according to Senator Bennett, to an average of over $60,000. So that $4,000 per year extra. We can and we should do better. This is a responsible proposal that won't create a new tax burden for our citizens. What they're talking about doing now, there was Prop 123 that passed under the Ducey administration. This was pay increases, I believe it was over four or five years, a 20% pay increase over that time period. 
Uh, so they got those pay increases. That's set to sunset, I guess, in, is it 2025? I think this thing's expiring. So what the Arizona legislature wants to do, the Republicans, is put this back out to the voters of Arizona to extend it. You know, no t- any tax you get never goes away. It always keeps coming back. So, yeah, they always say it's not going to be a tax increase. And I've dealt with this uh, in your local governments when they raise your when, – when they do property taxes and – or a sales tax comes up or whatever the case may be. And they, it, it sunsets over, you know, five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is. And they say, well, we got to pass this because we need the funds to continue on, Right. But it's not a tax increase because it's just going to be the same. And my argument always is, well, in the absence of this, it would be a tax decrease. So if people vote for it, yeah, it is a tax increase. So you'll probably be seeing this hitting the 2024 uh, ballot uh, statewide for an extension of Prop 123 funds. The Republicans in the legislature plan on putting it on there. A little different than last time, though, with the, and they'll call it something else. It'll have the $4,000 pay increase for the teachers, uh, and they say that they're not raising anything, so we shall see. Um, there was a lot of Republicans there at this, including House Speaker Ben Toma, Representative David Cook. Isn't David Cook running for Senate for LD7 here? I think he's running against Senator Wendy Rogers. I have never seen David Cook. David Cook's been our LD7 representative in the House for uh, since they – realign the districts two years ago. I have never seen David Cook, our Republican. This is a guy that's on my ballot. That was on my ballot. I've never seen Representative David Cook. He's running for Senate. Senate, As far as I know, he was running uh, against uh, Senator Wendy Rogers. I appreciate all the time that Wendy Rogers spends with us here on the program. And that's always remembered because um, sometimes politicians just come around election time. She has... For all the, you know, the press she gets and the, 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 the mainstream media doesn't like her, she's always open to coming here on the show and talking about what's going on. Anyway, he was there among other representatives as well. So we'll see what happens there with the, with the funding. Um, okay, let's, let's continue with education. I can fit this one in. Last week I told you about, I think Angela was on the program, and she is back from L.A. I, I think she's going to be on the program tomorrow, by the way, to tell us how, like we don't know this, how miserable LA traffic is and how good we got it here. And even if you live in Phoenix with that miserable traffic, it's nothing compared to LA, horrible LA traffic and $7 a gallon gasoline. And everywhere she parked, she just told me, uh, was, um, a charge everywhere you go. Anyway, education. I talked about this last week with Angela, the Flagstaff Unified School District schools, many of them were getting like D and C letter grades. So this is the state that rates them based on a bunch of criteria and a bunch of Flagstaff schools, quite frankly, got worse. And some of them are just like C and D rated, not very good. A little different in Cottonwood, Uh, Cottonwood Oak Creek School District, those letter grades just came out. They mostly got A and B letter grades. So, you know, I'm pretty critical of, of public schools. Uh, but I always say, well, it does depend on where you are. It's, it's like when people talk about commercial real estate's collapsing. It's like, yeah, in New York City and San Francisco, uh, everything is local. And you may have a really good public school, and it just depends where you're at. Like, I wouldn't send my kids, I don't send my kids to Flagstaff Unified School District. Maybe I'd look at Cottonwood, maybe some of Camp Verde, because they're getting pretty good letter grades. Uh, A and B in Cottonwood Oak Creek School District. 
Uh, here's a little like factoid for you. Only 30% of Arizona public high schools reached an A rating. Uh, let's see. Cottonwood, or I'm sorry, Camp Verde. Camp Verde maybe needs a little work. Camp Verde Elementary School, according to this letter grade, got a C. The middle school, they're right up there with Flagstaff. The middle school in Camp Verde, I'm seeing a D for that. However, the high school in Camp Verde got an A letter grade. So there you go. Know what's going on in your public schools. And remember, coming up here this next election, I'm sure there's a lot of school board positions up, um, you know, and a lot of uh, positions to be filled with maybe people that align with you a little bit more. Uh, these are these positions on these school boards are, and even on your, your um, charter schools and whatnot, are more important than who you, who you pick for Congress. It really is more important than who you pick for, for president and your, your city councils as well. On that note, I'm going to try to re-up and redouble my effort to bring in more of your council members, more of your mayors and stuff in the new year. Um, I haven't done it as much as I used to, and I, I think we need to, especially with what we saw happen in Flagstaff recently, and that's not the only one I want, want to focus on. I, I'd like to see people from Cottonwood, which I think you guys are doing that recall. I know you guys are doing that recall on your your, your mayor there that liked the COVID masks and likes the all-age, likes to um, not – accommodate the people who are opposed to the all-age, what are those called, drag show, story time type things on the public facilities. Uh, So you guys instituted a recall against your mayor. I'm going to work on doing a better job of bringing these people in, the the willing at least, because I I just can't can't fix D.C. And you can see with the vote yesterday on the spending, and I would bet we get to January, February, they'll do continuing resolutions because it's, election time. I, I don't know how to change that, but you can really, really, really have an impact on your local school boards, on your local boards, um, um, councils, your, your um, what is it called, county supervisors, all of those positions up to your legislature. And we all need to do a better job of really tracking them and keeping on them. Flagstaff recently voted for this, uh, what, what's it called? A, the, the height limit thing on the hospital there, remember that? That that failed miserably. Both left and right came together and said, well, why are you guys doing a waiver on this? And you're, uh, you know, you're telling other property owners they can't have height, and you're telling this special one that they can. Um, we let that slide, and we, we're not watching them close enough, and we all need to do a better job at that and watching our local, uh, our local councils. Uh, Flagstaff also recently, and I think they had a meeting last night. By the way, I talked to Rob Wilson at Timberline. Uh, who I'm going to get on back on after Thanksgiving. Remember, I had him and Goldwater Institute on just last week or so. I think the council met last week on this advertising issue. Remember at the Flagstaff Airport, they were disallowing him from advertising his gun range, Timberline Firearms and Training. And he'd been advertising for years because they didn't like the big, scary guns they saw. And I predicted that, and I, I guess this is what happened last night. You just got a quick text from Rob that their advertising plan at the airport is just not to do any advertising because Goldwater is threatening lawsuits because they were disallowing his ads but allowing other people to advertise. And I had said that, you watch, they just won't let anybody advertise. So the screens, I don't know if this is final or not, and I'll get more de- I don't have all the details, but I'll get it from Rob when he comes back and get him on after Thanksgiving. They would rather have the screens blank and not make any revenue from ads than allow a training facility that promotes the safe use of firearms. They'd rather have the screens blank than allow Rob Wilson of Timberline Firearms and Training pay them 
to be on the screen. So anyway, we all need to watch our local governments a lot closer, and I'll be redoubling the effort as we get into the new year, along with all the election stuff and all that. Love to hear from you. Olivia's my second hour of the show with some of your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, if I was selling a home in Flagstaff right now in surrounding areas, you know who I'd call. You know who I call to come on the program every couple weeks or so to give you market updates, and that's Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group brokered by eXp. Now, Kelly and her team are going to take the time to sit down with you, discuss your selling goals. They're going to bring you data from previous home sales. They're going to show you what to expect during your home selling journey. And it is a journey. Uh, Kelly's got a full team that walks you through every step of the process. Uh, And she turns challenging situations into five-star solutions. You've heard from so many people here on the show. I've given you testimonials of people who have been so happy with Kelly Broadus and the fact that she's able to bring a lot more money when it comes to the sale of the home, a lot of cash offers out there. See what she can do for you. If you're selling a home right now, you're going to want to work with the best, and Kelly Broadus is the best. Kelly Broadus, here's her number, 888-446-5602. Give Kelly a call right now, 888-446-5602, or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. All right, more to come. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show all right if you get a rock ship in your windshield who are you going to call don't say Ghostbusters. If you're going to call Diamond Auto Glass, that's the place that I call. It's the place Angela calls and so many of you throughout northern Arizona to get that rock ship repaired before it spreads to the rest of your windshield. Diamond Auto Glass can also replace that entire windshield. Um, and, you know, if, 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 um, if you were to get that rock ship fixed before it spreads, you wouldn't have to replace the whole windshield. But if you're at that point, hey, call them up. They're going to do a great job for you. They have the technology to align all the cameras you got in there now, and they're going to give you great customer service as well. Always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Okay, I got comments lined up, and we've got several and uh olivia will be scanning for your comments hopefully from the first hour too we'll try to squeeze some of those in uh talk with jeff at icloud.com you probably still got time to get those in uh don't forget to subscribe to the podcast appreciate everybody who's done that also youtube and rumble look up orvitz o-r-a-v-i-t-s please keep spreading the word and uh that helps us and, and help helps get everything out there hang tight back in just a minute
Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four-bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single-room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com. Or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. It's heavy. Welcome to the Royal Orbit Show. <laughs> that's, that's Olivia. So she's got a... Uh, Olivia's got a play tomorrow. Is, it, is that the correct terminology? Yes. And that she wrote. Uh-huh. And that she is one also of the <laughs> one of the stars of the play. Uh, did you produce it as well? Are you directing? No, you had somebody else direct it, huh? You figured at least you yeah, needed Yeah, I helped okay. that. So, and we've got a bunch of news items we'll get to here in a second. Some important heavy stuff, including why I'm wearing a crown. I like this time of year because... Thanksgiving's coming up, and right after Thanksgiving, we start watching Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite Christmas movies is A Christmas Story. And you remember that sign when um, the kid goes out to the, that, the scene when the kid goes out to the mailbox, and he's looking for the decoder ring, right? And he takes out all the mail, grabs his decoder ring, and shoves everything else back no, in. No, I don't recall, actually. That's what Olivia did. She that ordered not what happened. For her, for her play, she ordered two crowns made of solid gold, apparently. Uh, Desert Gold Exchange crafted these for us <laughs> specifically for the show. And um, we are wearing the crowns right now. But she put everything back in the mailbox, took that her thing, and came happened. in. Her mom's like, Angela's like, what? The package really? was in the front, and it was like stuck on a screw. And I'd just gotten out of the car, so I'd been carrying all my school stuff and my jacket and whatever. And I get the package out, and it's like a giant package. It's like as tall as I am. Yeah, it's a and big so crown. I get it it's out. I couldn't carry the rest of the mail. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really think about other it, but people I carry, carried it. Other people carry the mail. I in my hands. Mm. My backpack weighs, weighs about 50 pounds. It is quite heavy. You know. I'm surprised you don't have a broken back from that thing. I, I had to take the crown off because apparently you can't wear a crown and headsets, so I was having some trouble there. I know. Like, how Whew, did they I manage hear that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got comments that you've been sending in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. A bunch of news picks, everything from Arizona on up to I think we've even got international stuff, so stick around. I think you'll enjoy all of this. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind you about Glenn Least and WT Wealth Management. I want to remind you to check out Glenn's podcast because he comes on in here every couple of weeks. We did a good one here. I think it was just last week. Uh, you can look up Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least and learn a lot about the markets, learn a lot about finances. I mean, talks about everything, including homeownership, businesses, He's even talked gold and silver. I don't know if we've ever talked crowns, though, Olivia. Hmm, that'll have to be the next topic. That'll be the next topic. Uh, Glenn wants to talk to you as well. If you want to give Glenn a call, 
Here's the number you're taking off your crown, 928-225-2474. I never tell you who to invest or how to invest. I won't do that, of course. Uh, you need to seek out your own financial planner and uh, with any investment decisions, but why not give Glenn a call, talk to him, uh, check out what he's got to offer. Uh, for me, I bring him on the show. He shares a lot of the same values. Here's Glenn's number, Glenn Lease, WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. All right. Um, yeah, let, let's just go right into it here. The stupid headline of the day, courtesy of the Arizona Republic. <laughs> Quote, Arizona could have a wet or dry winter due to El Nino. Wow. That's riveting. It's so shattering. Like, what do we do? Arizona could have a wet or dry winter due to El Nino. Really could. Could it have a winter it in could the middle, It could be either though? way. It's like... Hey, if you invest in this, you could either make a lot of money or lose a bunch of money. You could win the lottery or not win the lottery. (laughs) You may go to the movies and you may like that movie or you may not like that movie. Do people get paid to come up with this kind of stuff? I know. Can we do that? Sounds like an easy profession to me. (sighs) Let me tell you, uh, I know a lot of you out there have moved from other areas and Arizona's grown tremendously. Uh, I was a transplant here at some point. Olivia's native born. Owen's native born. Isabel's native born. Um, Angela was born and raised in Arizona, been living here a long time. Uh, But there are a lot of people who have just moved here. And last winter was a shock to a lot of people where we got, what was it, the fifth snowiest winter? Mm -hmm. They didn't predict that. It was supposed to be kind of just like a moderate type winter. I know. And it just dumped. It started actually right around early December and it didn't stop until like, you know, June. Basically. I have no faith whatsoever in the weather forecasting. Okay, read more of this from the meteorologist. Currently, we're forecasting approximately 33% chance of near normal, (laughs) 33% chance above normal, and 33% chance below normal precipitation over our area this winter, said Ted Widock, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Phoenix. Okay. Ah, Phoenix. That explains it. Let me understand this. So there's a 33% chance of near normal weather, moisture. Snow, 33% chance of above normal, and a 33% chance of just normal. So That actually really helps prepare me. I know. So I'm not sure what to do. Is this for real or is this like on the onion, one of those spoof <laughs> websites, you know? Is this serious here? <laughs> oh, people get like, paid to put... kidding. Did this guy check his quote out before he sent this in? So what happens like, with that? Because that's, that's 99%. I want to know what the 1% is because that's the one I want to bet on. I want odds on that. <laughs> like, what is the 1%? Like, just 400 feet of snow or something? Or yeah. what is that? Alien invasion? <laughs> I mean, what is one per- So there's basically the end of this winter, they'll requote this guy, and he said, Yeah, I told you. I knew it all. <laughs> I knew it was extra wet or it was extra dry. Or, yep, I told you it was normal. <laughs> Just really. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. All right, let's do a comment. Let's skip around a little bit. Give me the first comment. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love hearing from you. Why is it that only those with kids are getting money back from the state? I paid the taxes too, yet I get nothing back. Blake Prescott. Blake, why do you hate kids? (laughs) Children hater. (laughs) If puppies were getting money back, would you say that? Um, Okay, Blake is, I'm just kidding, Blake. Blake is referring to the tax rebates that many of you should have received. In fact, I thought November 15th, which is today, Wednesday, November 15th, was supposed to be the the like you're supposed to get the money by then. We got a check from the Arizona Department of Revenue. Angela pulled that out um, last f- Thursday or Friday, 
And what was that thing for? It was um, $250, 600 bucks. So they sent us back $600 because we have two dependents and I guess a partial dependent with Isabel. So we got $250 for Olivia, $250 for Owen, and we only get 100 bucks for, for Isabel. When she's probably the more expensive one because she's going to college. Yeah, and also she's been alive longer, so she's like eating more food and more, <laughs> and more clothes and all that stuff. I didn't even think about that. I should probably hit her up for the extra 150 that we didn't get. Say, hey, pay up here. <laughs> pay up. What, what's up with that? So we got a check for 600 bucks, and we got that because we were one of 750,000 Arizona households that paid at least a dollar in state income taxes. That's a lot compared in to the some past, people. Like three years. Yeah, yeah. So you have to have a dependent to get this money back. And I think, Blake, I, I get what you're saying because it's like, they paid, if you don't have kids in the house or you don't have dependents, you paid the taxes yeah, too. Yeah, you paid just as much. So it's kind of weird that they just didn't do this per household and just... Yeah, that is pretty weird. Hey, if you paid taxes, but it is interesting though, if you paid a dollar in, in state income taxes and you get $600 check back, well, that stinks. I mean, it's just like, because you paid money, you paid much more into it. I know we paid more than $600 ourselves, mm-hmm. um, but it's, yeah, it's kind of weird because yeah, Blake probably paid, right? And didn't even get a crown. So Blake <laughs> they should just hand out free gold crowns all over the place. Blake, the, the check is literally not in the mail. Sorry about that. But hey, if you have a dependence, you haven't gotten your check, I guess contact the Arizona uh, Department of Revenue. Um, okay, what's next? Do you have the Target one? Uh, yeah. Okay, Target. let's do the Target one because this is good. Target CEO claims customers are saying a big thank you for locking up merchandise. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They're like, okay, so you know this trend that's going on around the country to lock everything up because people are stealing stuff in record numbers. I told you about, I went to, um, I went to Home Depot and they have now locked up all the electrical wire mm-hmm. and electrical components because people are, they're li- they were literally going in throughout the country and here in Northern Arizona. And they would take like a 500-foot roll of wire, for example, put it in a cart, and a couple of those rolls, right? And those are six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800, 1000 who knows, something like that. They would literally just walk out the store. Nobody's going to chase them down, right? And you know the buzzers they got at these stores, like mm-hmm. when something's getting sold and it has that little magnetic tag? Oh, yeah, those don't work because <laughs> they didn't take <laughs> one off one time. I walked right out the door and didn't realize it was still on until I got home. So when we had to go back to get it off? Yeah, the, well, and just... I was like, wow, that alarm helped a lot. They're always... Um, they're, th- those alarms are always going off. So the, 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 it's kind of like your car alarm, the stupid horn thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody listens to that anymore. Oh, yeah, they're just like, oh, that's annoying. Somebody's driving... deals with it. Yeah, somebody's driving down the road with the horn beeping and everybody's like, oh, wow, alarm's <laughs> going off. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I'm sure that everybody's saying a big thank you. What, what's Is there more to this? Uh, I'm yeah. sure everybody's just so happy that they have to beg. They have to wait 15 minutes to get a can of spray paint. As Target tries to fight theft at its stores, it has left customers frustrated to find many everyday items locked up. Still, the retailer CEO, Brian Cornell, claimed many shoppers are actually grateful to see their body wash, toothpaste, and deodorant behind a glass panel. Oh, On yeah. a media call with reporters discussing Target's f- fiscal thir- third quarter earnings, CNBC asked Cornell if the retailer can quantify the scales lost from shoppers who were frustrated with waiting for employees to unlock cases in store. He said the shopper response to the policy has been positive. <laughs> Quote, Courtney, just in the last week, I've been on the East Coast and on the West Coast in many of the, those stores that you've talked about where items have been locked up, he said. 
And actually, what we hear from the guests is a big thank you because we are in stock with the brands that they need when they're shopping in our stores. Okay, I, I get that. I guess if you live in an area and it's like you can't get a toothpick, you know, or a comb <laughs> because everyone's stealing them, you're like, I'd rather have it locked up so I can actually get it. But I don't think people are running up and down saying, oh, thank you for locking that up. I really want to I really want to go, you know, get a, get a clerk, right, or hit a button somewhere mm-hmm. in a store. And it's like, I need that fungus ointment that's locked up. And then they're, okay, they're, well, on, they're, they're on the I PA. Uh, yeah, we got a customer that needs the <laughs> toe fungus ointment. <laughs> Yeah, go <laughs> to we need a clerk to make fun of them. And you're sitting there like, mm-hmm, it's not that? me. <laughs> um, no, but what that makes me think of is, say so you know how they start something and then they never stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or they never go back to it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, good point. It's it's like a step in the direction of like, oh, here's your weekly grocery list. You get one, um, like bread and one gallon of milk. And <laughs> you want whatever. two gallons of milk? What are you, a capitalist? <laughs> You're crazy. How could you? Yeah, you can it's, get all the yeah. bread. It's like Soviet Union. You get everything. We'll provide everything for you, but there's nothing available. Oh, yeah. Like, you can go get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. It's like, remember that movie, The Jerk, with Steve Martin? And he, he he's trying to, um, he's working at the amusement park where you throw something and you get the little prize. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can win everything from here to here. It's like this little tiny area. <laughs> Just little tiny area. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think anyone's happy. I think we're going to a clerk society. Like, uh, back in the, there's like those mercantiles, you know, you'd go to the store Back in like the 1800s, early 1900s, and you would, the, everything was behind the counter. And, and you just say, oh, I want XYZ. I need uh, the toothpaste there and give me, you know, a can of tuna fish. And somebody would be bagging it all up for you and, you know, you pay and then you get your stuff. It's like pre-ordering at a, at a food place, you know, you just, that's, that's the way it's going to go, I guess. But I don't think people are happy about this. Oh, I no. Think the Target it's CEO like is, the freedom is yeah. being taken away. Is this the same Target CEO that put the big... Um, Remember the big uh, uh, controversy over the LGBT uh, swimwear and all that and the tuk-tuk stuff, this and that? Um, is, I wonder if it's the same guy. It probably is. They probably didn't get rid oh, of their CEO yeah, in, in, in three months or whatever. Interesting stuff. Okay, we'll see how that all works out. It is annoying, though. I, I've been to stores where literally they have a $2 item behind the counter, and I'm like, who's going to steal this? And then they have who's the thing where this? you, like, ding or whatever, and you're dinging and dinging, and they never come. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I hope we don't we don't go to that. I unlocked, I unhooked my, my uh, headset there. It's one of those days. All right, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay. I've told you about this. And I told you the clock is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. And that's on Gutter Helmet's great special that they're running through the show here. Olivia Gutter Helmet gave me the authorization. I should put my crown back on. The authorization. The authorization to give <laughs> um, to give 35% off when you mention the Jeff Orvitz show, when you call Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. Uh, it is time to call them right now because the snow is going to be falling before you know it. The gutter is going to be clogging up. Get gutter helmet up there before all that happens. Uh, here's what I like about gutter helmet. Well, there's a lot of things. And a lot of you have gotten back to me and say, hey, you're so glad you got this system, this multi-patented reverse curve that deflects all the pine needles, all the debris. Uh, happy with the lifetime warranty. Over 40 years of experience. Uh, you don't want to clean those gutters anymore. You don't want to go on that roof. You need to call or text Carl, the gutter helmet man, right now. Because this special will go away before you know it. 928-318-6555. Uh, the Gutter Helmets, by the way, offers a 
this is a, the best warranty out there. Manufacturer offers a triple lifetime warranty. Great deal. Uh, so I want you to call or text Carl, the gutter helmet man right now. At least get him out there. Price this thing out and learn more about this great system that will deflect everything. You don't have to go up in the roof. And we got Christmas movies coming up, you know, like Christmas Vacation where he falls the ladder <laughs> and the ice shoots over Just to the neighbor's going. house. This oh, yeah, is the Rick's stuff that can happen. Yeah. You can even have fires. Rob Wilson at Timberline was telling us about the, his gutters got packed. They caught on fire because mm. all the pine needles. Call Gutter Helmet. Text Gutter Helmet. 928-318-6555. 928-318-6555. Or go to gutterhelmetsnaz.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Olivia, do you know what time it is? Um, Time to get a watch. <laughs> no, it is time to go over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill because it is Wing Wednesday. Oh, that was my second that guess. That was your second guess. But yeah, get a watch, I guess, was the first thing that came to your mind. Maybe you need to listen to that crown. Half price wings at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Take advantage of this. Plus, they've got great drink specials and plus a, a full menu with tons of great food on it. The $4 menu as well. Check that out. Don't forget tomorrow, if you want to stop on by for lunch or dinner, they run this special all day long. Tomorrow's $3 sliders with two toppings. Great sliders. You you add like a, a cup of their pizzoli with a slider and a nice cold drink that's that's on, on special. Awesome deal right there. A meal fit for any king. Any king. You could be a you too can be a king <laughs> for at least an hour, maybe more. Uh, at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown, uh, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Speaking of uh, Home Depot, I guess they had a little bit of an incident at a store in Arizona. Some Fox News. Yeah, Arizona man critically injured after electrical box explodes in Home Depot store. Hmm, like a like a sub panel or something, huh? Yeah, an huh. Arizona man is fighting for his life after he was critically injured after an electrical box exploded at a Home Depot. Authorities said. Phoenix firefighters responded to the popular home improvement chain on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Firefighters said the man was an employee and was working in an electrical room at the back in the store when the explosion occurred. Crews said that the unidentified victim had, quote, significant burns to his face Oof, and hands following the unexpected explosion. Well, we'll pray for him to, to, to get better there. That's crazy. It's a popular home improvement. I mean, what does that mean? Popular home improvement store. It's like, what are you going to do? Go there? Go to Lowe's? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that really makes There's some me small, other smaller there, ones, but it's it, like, you know, explodes. Yeah, these things happen. That, that's, that's too bad. That's, that's crazy. I always get I always get worried when I go into Home Depot and someone's wearing flip-flops. Oh, yeah. I've talked about mom about that before because she's a big flip-flop person. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, the most dangerous shoe in the face of the earth. And I was just at Home Depot the other day. And I see some guys walking by. You might be listening. If you Did you wear Someone's listening right now that was there, there with the flip-flops. And like, oh, man, what if you drop a board or something? This is the most dangerous shoe on the face there. This is meant to be like you wear that. You, you might have to walk to the beach real quick or to the pool. Or like you're in a really, really bad motel and you got to wear it in the shower. 
<laughs> but not Home Depot. Come on. Self-respect. <laughs> Talk with Jeff at Hike. I just I just made all the flip-flop wearers mad. I know. Now. He made some enemies. I do have a couple pairs of flip-flops. Okay? I know. I remember right. you used to wear those flip-flops all the time. Know, and, and then, then suddenly got... you changed your opinion that, oh, stupid is blessed. <laughs> just like one day, woke up. Uh, I'm wearing boots right vision. now. Actually, I'm wearing Crocs. That ain't much better. <laughs> Off-brand Crocs, too. Off-brand Crocs with holes in it. Okay. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Always appreciate all your comments. Uh, let's see. Uh give you an update here on what's going on. And let me switch gears to back to Washington, D.C. We had on uh, Congressman uh, Eli Crane last hour. If you missed that, it's in the very beginning of the show. And this is why it's important, Olivia, to subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate everyone who's done that. Talked to him for about 10, 12 minutes. He was in between votes. They're still making their rounds on some things. So here's, here's, the, here's the down low on what's going on in, in, in Congress. They're continuing to spend all your money. They're taking all your money. They're putting it in a big pile, including the crowns, and then they're borrowing another two trillion dollars, Olivia. Beyond oh, beyond the four trillion they take in, let's just keep these round numbers. They get four trillion and they decided let's throw two more trillion of invisible imaginary money on top of that and oh, spend that as well. Uh, so let's spend you know, well, kind of like that weather report we got, another third. <laughs> Let's spend another third than, than we actually have. Uh, he voted no on it. So the new speaker, Speaker Johnson, put forward a two-step continuing resolution, which pushes the spending till January 19th, and then they're going to have another vote February 2nd. Eli Crane voted against it. Paul Gosar voted against it. Um Am I missing? Andy Biggs voted against it. Debbie Lesko voted against it. I'm talking on the Republican side here. And um, David Schweikert voted against it. Congressman Juan Siscomani voted for it. I just say it that way because I get his emails every day. (laughs) He names himself 50 times. He voted for it, of course. Uh, The reality is 93 of 221 Republicans. That's a good number. I mean, what is that, 40% or more? 93 of 221 Republicans voted no. Let's get that right now before I get an email or something. 93 divided by 221. Yeah, 42%. I'm pretty good. I did that in my head. Public education and everything. I did uh-huh. that in my head. Uh, all but two Democrats. Here's what you need to know. All but two Democrats voted for the continuing resolution. So remember, Republicans are in control of the House. A bit more unified. Yeah, right. All but two Democrats voted. So more Democrats voted for the spending bill that extends the the, the you know does a continuing resolution till at least January nineteenth and another one till February second. So the government doesn't shut down because what would we do without the federal government open? Um, all but two Democrats voted for it. Now Eli Crane last hour said, "I'm not happy about it." Johnson came to the Freedom Caucus, talked to them, which he said nobody's ever done. He said he wasn't happy about it, and he would have voted against this a couple months ago. But he said, hey, I had, I had two weeks here, whatever. This is the best we can do right now. I'm going to do better January, February when we come back. What do you think? Is he going to do better? I don't know. He might have his heart into it. He, he may really think that, Olivia. There's a 33% chance There's a 33 that he percent. might just not vote. <laughs> 33 that he will. Yeah. And 33 that he won't. And 1% that we don't know. Something else may happen. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I just, 
I want to cut the guy a little slack for being in there for two weeks, but I suspect that we get to January and February. It's going to be the same old crap. It's going to be shut down politics again. And uh, that's why I was saying um, last hour that we got to focus local more because these, these people are, um, it, it's just, it's just become so hopeless there and they can't stop the spending. They can't even go back to 2019 levels. It's so frustrating. So yeah, that's kind of the, the skinny on what happened there. Um, and most of the Republicans here in Arizona did vote against it, except for uh, Congressman Juan Siscomani. All right. Hey, if you uh, want to get a great Christmas present coming up or, even a Thanksgiving present, you still have time to, we can start that tradition. Yeah, we can start a new thing. Um, a great Thanksgiving present would be if you're looking at really old blinds, shutters, or shades in your home, and you're like, these things are nasty looking, and it's time to get new ones. You got a company right here in northern Arizona, central Arizona, that can get you new blinds, shutters, or shades. This is a place that Angela and I used just last year. Uh, Olivia has managed not to break the blinds, and you know she's pretty rough on them. They're still working good, right? She's hanging they things from it. Great. She's got her crowns hung from it. Uh, the Blind Brothers did a great job. They came in. They laid out all our options. They, uh, you know, we got us all set up, came back, took the blinds out, did the installation. I want you to mention the Jeff Orvitt show when you call or uh, go to their website because you get half off installation. Go to theblindbrothers.com. That's theblindbrothers.com or call 928 634 2423. That's 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Namarco's Pizza. Order online at namarcospizza.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Olivia's here with me. Comments, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And let's, let's switch to education. Last, last time I told you about uh, some of the schools that have gotten their letter grades. Last week, we talked about FUSD, who was like, eh, they were Ds, Cs. You know, they wouldn't be right there in the middle, not too much. Not too, you know, they, most of the schools were getting Ds and Cs. I uh, told you that uh, Cottonwood School, that many of the schools in Cottonwood were getting As and Bs as far as this is like graduation rate, all kinds of different metrics they use to grade grade the school. I'm not talking about like the kids get A's or B's, but it's like the overall rating of the school. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, I was yeah, like the yeah. kids grades and I was like, huh, yeah. all of the schools. Well, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's going on there? But anyway, um, and then I also told you Camp Verde was eh, so, so except for their high school, I think got an A. So that was good news there. Uh, we do have a comment here about schools though, because I was also talking last hour about the funding of schools and the Arizona legislature is pushing out a plan to replace Prop 123, which is set to expire in in sunset here next year, 2025, and they want to do $4,000 raises for teachers. And that's for your public schools, and it would bring the public school teachers up from like $56,000 on average to about $60,000 per year. Um, And I think you got a comment, though, on the private side. I work at a private school. We make far less than the state average of 56000 
I bet we don't get a 4,000 raise if this new plan goes through. Terry and Flagstaff. No, Terry, you get nothing. This is for public schools, and I would imagine the charter schools. I don't th- – let me take that back. I haven't read the entire plan, so I, I can't say that for certain. But one thing I have noticed since you guys go to private school now, um, I have heard that the teachers at the private schools, they're very – I know they're very passionate about their job and being there to such a degree that they're making a lot less. I've then heard that. You've yeah. heard that too, right? Are they saying that during the class? <laughs> <laughs> no, none of the teachers I can't afford that. that. Okay, but I I have heard that from 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 people saying it's it's a significantly less amount of money, but they're really passionate about going to the private schools and and teaching the kids and getting them out of those public schools. Uh no, I don't I I don't look you're not going to see that in the public side. Because they quite frankly they don't have the lobby. They don't have the like the, the, the red for ed people, the teachers oh, union yeah. groups and things like that. They don't have that pushing for them. And their numbers are so small that it's just, it's not enough. It's quite, quite frankly, it's not enough votes to be a thorn in the side of, 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 of politicians, right? It's just the, the number's not big enough. It's a shame though. And I think they, they should be making, if we're doing the uh, ESA program, right? There should be the same... You should try to get the same amount of funding, same levels and things like that. They're teaching the kids, same responsibility, same amount of work. Yeah, it's the same job. So, yeah, the legislature, could you imagine if they came out and said, we're not doing pay increases for public schools because they're making 56000 We know that it's tough. We know that inflation's kicked in. But somebody at a private school is making forty, so we're going to give them a $14,000, $16,000 raise. <laughs> Can you imagine if they came up with that? So, no, Terry, I'm sorry. I don't think you're going to see this. Um, going forward as far as a pay increase for the private schools. One thing else I, I notice on private schools, if you drive around, like I'll drive by a Flagstaff Unified School District school and all the kids are, you know, walking out, getting dropped off in the morning, this and that. And what do you see in the middle of the road? Uh, cars. <laughs> Two double lines or something. I mean, come on. Um, you see a sign that says school zone 15 miles per hour. Oh, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> The public school or the private school. Oh, oh yeah. It doesn't matter if those kids get hit. Yeah, just go as fast as you want. I don't understand that. Please go faster. Yeah, I don't like, like, there's one on Schweitzer, Can- Schweitzer Canyon there, and it's like, just zip through. There's the one on 4th Street, and you literally go through the school zone for the, um, what is that, a middle school, public school? Mm-hmm. And you go one more block, and there's the private school. And it's like, no, nah, there's no, you can go 25 Nothing here. There. It's, it's all good. I don't know. It's, that's just, that kind of stuff just irritates me because that's all the power of the, 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 the teacher unions exactly. and stuff. And it's like, okay. One other thing that annoys me about schools in general, especially um, the public schools, it, the city of Flagstaff has very strict sign codes. Have you noticed this? And, and this is true for the college too, the, the, the Coconino Community College. Uh, if, if you tried to put up a big TV for your marquee out front of your business that mm-hmm. had like scrolling numbers, you know, digital yeah. screen, the city of Flagstaff never let you do that with the sign code, but the schools all have those digital displays. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're not pre- they're not under the, um, the the thumb of the building codes of the local um, the local city councils and this and that, right? So notice that while you're driving around, you'll see a big screen on yeah, like your, on a school. I notice it because I, I and I'm tempted to have a property on Fourth Street, this commercial building. I'm tempted to go put like a like a hundred inch you know TV screen out there. <laughs> like advertising the businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'd be on me in like two minutes. So you can't put that. It's like, well, they got it. This is what frustrated me about that hospital thing. Remember the height? 
160 feet. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you want to give them an exception? Yeah, I mean, just make a level playing field for everybody. All right, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Always love hearing from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, what do we hit on next here? Um, Iceland. Let's do Iceland. Iceland officials say high volcanic eruption possibility as hundreds of earthquakes hit region. Officials in Iceland are warning Wednesday that the likelihood of a volcanic eruption remains high as hundreds of earthquakes continue to be recorded in recent hours. I saw like a big fissure like on the road. Like the road was separating. Oh, like on yeah, those disaster like movies. Where it's like, oh. I know. <laughs> or it's like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The it Icelandic Meteorologi- Meteorological Office says since midnight around, quote, 800 earthquakes have been measured. Oh, wow. Most of them in the middle of the magma dike at Thunderhunuk. At a depth of a couple miles. Yeah, yeah. Thunderhunuk. We, we can't read these this words. This is like half in Icelandic. Ice, Icelandic, yeah. Um, it's a little more than two miles to the north-northeast of Grindavik, <laughs> a town in southwestern Iceland that had been evacuated because of this volcanic activity, so, according to Fox Weather. I'm so glad that we got all this information on I Iceland. Know. Olivia loves Iceland. She wants to go to Iceland. I know. So, I mean, maybe not yeah. now. These but things like... pop on her radar. Yeah, I wouldn't go now because it sounds like <laughs> Iceland may be gone. Yeah, soon. there's reports that sulfur dioxide gas was detected in the air in oh, Grindavik uh, yesterday. Today, a sign of possible imminent volcano activity. Mm. Video and images also have emerged, appearing to show smoke rising out of cracked roads oh, in wow. recent days. It's pretty serious. Yeah, that was like the picture we What's saw. What's that do for global warming? I mean, like one, one volcano. I mean, is there a way to sequester? Oh, Can we sequester that's that? Very because true. Wouldn't that cause like if it's coming out of the core of the earth, like all the heat there, and then like into yeah, yeah. The what do we what do we do about? Is there a way to sequester that so we don't you know because the world's going to end because now there's volcanoes? How many cars is that equivalent to? You know how many <laughs> how many how many um, you know planes or trains or whatever? Interesting. Good old good old Iceland there. Uh, last hour, I told you about the. Flagstaff City Council met last night, and I've been thinking about this more since last hour. And I got a text from Rob Wilson. You know, he had this issue with the Flagstaff, uh, the city of Flagstaff ending his advertising. I've got some more details on this thing. They came up with a plan. So so obviously Timberline Firearms and Training is a, a gun range, gun shop, right? All that stuff that the left, they can't stand at the fact that there's, you know. And he has some guns that you can rent that are like the big scary ones. Like you can go there and shoot a an automatic one. So they see that and they automatically like, they're like red lights flashing in their brain. There's just like, yeah, everything is their whole world's coming undone. Right. So Rob's been doing advertising at the Flagstaff airport. Timberline has right above the baggage carry, uh, the collection, the, the baggage carousel when you get off the plane. And, um, they came to him after like two years of advertising, the city staff members and said, we can't do this anymore because it depicts, what was the word? Depicts violence. violence. Isn't that what they use? I want to get this right because, um, you know, I'll get the, uh, I'm, I'm going to get it. Just just bear with me for a minute. Um, the correct wording is, I can't find. Oh, violence. Okay. It, it, it depicts violence or antisocial behavior because somebody, it, it, he had a 30 second. No, no, no. He had a 10 second video. One third of it was a clip. One third of it was a clip and one third of it was a clip. We're not sure what happened to the other one percent. Um, <laughs> but he has this video of people like him, an instructor, safely teaching s- safe firearm skills, right? Isn't that what we all want? 
Isn't that what we want? Firearms training? No, to prevent actual violence. Yeah, exactly. So um, they'd stopped him from advertising there anymore after a couple years. Goldwater Institute stepped in and said, you're violating his constitutional rights because you're selectively, you're targeting, no pun intended, his business over others. The axe throwing guy didn't get dropped out. I mean, that's, you know. Haven't you ever heard of an axe murderer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they, they stopped him, right? So I predicted this, and I, we, we should probably work for the end of the week pulling the clip where I said, here's what they're going to do. I bet you they're going to, what? Do you <laughs> Wait, have a guess? Why is this the guessing game I, today? I, I don't know. It's just that's kind of mood I'm in. They're going to stop all advertising there. <laughs> Last night they had a meeting and they said, we're not going to advertise anymore. Anything at all? Yeah, every, nobody can advertise <laughs> now because of Rob Wilson oh, and Timberline Firearms and Training. Yeah, so... Um, Goldwater's been in touch with me. Rob's been in touch with me. We'll get somebody after the after Thanksgiving because I'm going to take some time off next week. Um, we'll get someone after Thanksgiving, Rob and Goldwater, back to talk about this. And I said this will be their solution. Nobody gets advertised now because of uh, the big scary guns that like are up on the screen. Like a pouty kid who, like, <laughs> instead of making a compromise and getting half or something, yeah. nope, you get it all. I don't want anything. I will have nothing now. <laughs> you ruined it for everybody, Rob. Good job, Rob, for ruining everybody's. Ad- I-, I wanted to advertise on the 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 baggage carousel. Although ads are like, I'm not sure it'll be sorely missed. In general. <laughs> but still, you're sitting there. What else you watch? Yeah, that's. It's like that's you got big screen true. there. It's like, hey, maybe I'll go there and after I throw some axes, I'm going to go out. They're not annoying ads. Yeah, I thought this was a good ad. Yeah, but you shouldn't be the basis of what's annoying, and what's not annoying. It's like just take the ads. You know, you mm-hmm. have some standards that you can tr- control. So yeah, they actually just stopped. So here they have a TV that's going to be blank, right? I don't know if they made a final decision, but this is the, the discussion. So I hear um, they're going to have a screen that's blank and no revenue coming in. You know, you might as well take the money. Not only is it like the wasted TV, but yeah, all the money that they were getting. Unbelievable. From that. So there you oh. go. The city of Flagstaff having a big whiny hissy fit, you know, about about some people going out in a 10 second video target shooting in a controlled environment at Timberline Firearms and Training. All right. Uh, it's a good time to head on out to Namarco's Pizza, three locations in Flagstaff. It's a good time anytime because it's best pizza around. I mean, I say that, but then there was a big vote about this too. Oh and they yeah, voted this best is all pizza. official. Yep, it's official. It really is voted best pizza. Flagstaff, uh, great pizza. They got the um, what's it called? Buffalo bread. Is that the buffalo bread they call yeah, it? Yeah, it's think got it's, the great yeah. cheesy type thing on it. Uh, great wings, salads, um, craft beers, wine. Uh, check out Namarco's Pizza. Three locations in Flagstaff. Uh, get some great pizza. Uh, order online as well if you don't want to go in. Maybe even you want delivery. Namarcospizza.com. That's Namarcospizza.com. Hang tight. Back in a minute. to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that
This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Here's why. Most insurance agencies, most companies, they're going to use a nationwide glass shop. They're going to they're gonna answer your calls, and they're, where are they going to put you? They're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replay, replace your glass. may also cost you extra money. When you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop by Auto Glass ASAP. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading and save you from a costly replacement windshield, uh, windshield replacement. Get those words right. Always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. chance it's going to rain. 30, 70%, maybe 99. A 33% chance that it'll rain hard. 33% chance it'll rain just like normal little. 33% chance it'll be totally clear. This is from the Flagstaff National Weather. No, that's not what they actually said, but that's kind of what I would think they would say, though. I guess, yeah, there's some rain coming in. We haven't got rain in a while. Um, It has been a long time. I missed the rain. Yeah, I, I guess there's like. Chance of some rain, um, highest elevation. So snow, not nothing yet. Uh, highest elevation. So top of the peaks, you might see a little bit of the white stuff up there. I'm glad there's not snow because somebody like a few weeks ago told me there was snow um, this week. Yeah, and like, you have your today play. specifically, yeah. and I may play tomorrow morning. And I was told it was supposed to snow tonight. And I was like, "Well, isn't that lovely?" <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, if you if you go look at the podcast available at talkwithjeff.com or any of your podcast providers, one of the pictures will be the one of me and Olivia wearing crowns. I was told early on, if you're in kind of a public setting, never wear funny hats or anything because it comes back to haunt you. Why not? But I'm so past that at this point. It's like, whatever. <laughs> the amount of things that could come back and haunt us. Yeah. With AI nowadays, I assume someone can just put a funny hat on you and it wouldn't, mm-hmm. even, it wouldn't even matter, right? <laughs> but yeah, we've got, we'll have pictures up there here in just a little bit of us wearing the, uh, the gold crowns, which didn't fit right. I don't know how these... I don't know how these kings I would do it. I think it's your head. Mine fit fine. I've got a weird-shaped head. Well, usually <laughs> they would pound the gold into the, you know, gold is very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, pliable. You can you can shape it to mm-hmm. anything. It's it's just a great, you can pound the heck out of this to really thin. This is kind of thin. This is cheap. <laughs> it wasn't that cheap. Is this for your weight? Is this, are you the are you the queen? I'm sort of the queen. You're sort of, and, the, and you're hanging out with the king. Who's this guy? What do you mean? Who's the king? I need to know all the information Who about who's your king. You want king? me to say his name? He's yeah. not my king. Oh, okay. oh my goodness. Okay. This play was basically themed after the Earls of Day and Night as two of the like people, kind of like God and Satan. Oh, okay. Okay. That's kind of what it is. We're enemies. I arrest him. You are what? Well, you're Day? I'm Day. Okay. And so you're going up against Night, which God, Satan. You're, it's something you're along those putting lines. Putting yourself into a godly role? No, jeez, and I didn't put myself in the role. I just wrote the play. Yeah, you got to sign the. They picked you to be yeah. that, that Th- role. That's not even exactly what it is, but that's what I tried to explain when people are like, "I'll tell you, questions. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow, folks." I'll see Olivia's play tomorrow, her first written and produced play. Good for you. All right, everybody, have a good, have a great night. Thirty-three percent chance it may or may not rain. <laughs> Maybe ninety-nine. We don't know anymore. Hang to, or I'll see you tomorrow. Looking forward to it. <laughs>
Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. Opportunity.